Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Bar Silence. This show aims to explore the very best video game music from past and present every single month. You can hear the show first on 8Beats Radio by going to 8Beats.co at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the first Tuesday of every month. And the show is also available wherever you get your podcasts at, too. So head over to BarSilence.com where you can listen to past episodes, see track listings, as well as clicking an easy link to subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. In this episode, we're going to be listening to music that's been created for one of the best-selling video game franchises in the world. We're talking about Tetris. This ultimately simple, yet enduringly fun, falling block-style puzzle game and all of its variations have a current total of 495 million units in sales. That's more than Pokemon, Call of Duty, Grand Theft Auto, and even Minecraft. In fact, the version of the game that was bundled with the Nintendo Game Boy in 1989 sold over 35 million units. That makes Tetris one of the most successful and well-known video games in the entire world. Yet you never really find yourself directly thinking about the music that these games have provided us for over 36 years in this existence. The very first version of Tetris was created in 1984 by Russian computer engineer Alexei Pechenov. He started developing games while working at the Soviet Academy of Sciences on their computer called the Electronica 60. The game that would become Tetris comes from his attempt to create something similar to Pentominoes, which is a game using Tetris-shaped blocks built from five squares to create different pictures. His inspiration comes from his memories of attempting to put it all back into the box, which is kind of funny. He said it was needlessly complex with 12-shaped variations and reduced them to Tetraminos instead, as in Tetra, like four, which only have seven variations and are exactly the puzzle pieces that we see in the game today. So to make this a little bit more fun and more of a game, Alexei's version randomized the block's appearances and had the shapes coming from the top of the screen, so that when they were tiled completely, would delete those rows for seemingly endless and addictive gameplay. Now, we've all likely played some variation of this game over the years, and knowing that its core concept has been in place since the beginning is part of what makes this game so legendary. It's likely pretty agreeable that the original Tetris theme song is probably about as iconic as the game itself. But what's interesting about this classic track is that it originates from a song that was meant to accompany a poem. And you'll have to excuse my horrible attempts at pronouncing Russian words and names in this episode, but that poem was called Korobaniki, which translates to Peddlers. And it was originally written by Nikolai Nekrasov in 1861, predating its use in Tetris by 128 years. The first use of Peddlers appeared in the Spectrum Holobyte Apple II GS and Mac versions of Tetris. Here's what that sounded like. That short little burst resembles the source material, but it's hardly the version that we all know and love. Thanks to Nintendo's efforts to acquire the rights to release Tetris on Game Boy, and its status as a packing game, led to the expansion of that song being associated directly with Tetris. That music for the Game Boy game was actually composed by Hirozaku Hip Tanaka, and was simply titled Type A. Here's what that sounded like.
This song has been remixed approximately one million times by different bands and composers online. And you can find it in some form or another on most variations of Tetris over the years. But there's an especially great version of it found somewhat unexpectedly in Super Smash Bros. Brawl for the Nintendo Wii, where it took on a more sophisticated sound created by the ever-talented Yoko Shimomura. Here's what that one sounded like.
Now, the second most famous song from this game, and a personal favorite of mine, is Type B. It comes with its own sense of urgency, and was the song I would almost always pick while playing on my Game Boy as a kid. I love the complexity of the track, as well as its continuing march sound and its upbeat nature. Type B, as far as I can find online, is an original composition by Tanaka, and it fits in perfectly with the Russian-influenced tracks that he composed for the game. Here's what that one sounded like. So Type B also appears in Super Smash Bros. Brawl as a mariachi-style remix by Masafumi Tadaka, and I've absolutely come to love this track, and I think you will too. Let's take a listen.
So the rest of this episode isn't just going to be comparisons of variations of the Tetris theme, I promise. For this next block of music, we're actually going to take a listen to some of the compositions for games that came out early in the years of Tetris, but following the launch of the Game Boy release. First, we're going to hear a title screen from Super Tetris 2 plus Bombless for the Super Nintendo by Mitsuhiko Takano, K4, and Dalchan, and then we're going to listen to Heroism from Super Tetris 3 for the Super Nintendo by Shigamitsu Goto, and follow it with How to Play from Tetris Plus's arcade release by NIS and Kazuo Sawa. And after that, we'll hear Level 2 from Tetris CDI by Jim Andron, and last we're going to hear Baking Cookies, the Minnie Mouse stage theme from Magical Tetris Challenge for the Nintendo 64 by Harumi Fujita. Enjoy.
During the transition away from the Soviet era in the 1990s, Tetris also went through major evolutions in gameplay styles to stay relevant in an increasingly competitive marketplace. This next batch of tracks comes from that era of Tetris, and we're going to start off with Tetrisphere that was developed by H2O Entertainment and was released for the Nintendo 64 in 1997. This game was unique in the sense that it used Tetris blocks and wrapped them around a 3D sphere shape during gameplay. It was actually a really unique take on a traditionally 2D Tetris game, and it found moderate success on the Nintendo 64, as well as it was praised for its techno-style soundtrack by composer Neil D. Voss. He actually started as a freelancer on the soundtrack when the game was still being developed for the Atari Jaguar, but then he became the game's audio director when it was later moved over to the Nintendo 64 instead. The soundtrack takes influences from The Prodigy, Aphex Twin, and many other bands from that era. Then, following that, in 1999, the new Tetris was released on Nintendo 64 by H2O Entertainment and Blue Planet Software. That soundtrack was also developed by Neil D. Voss. This time he expanded on his techno influences from Tetrisphere and included breakbeat-style drums and world music to accompany the unique locations that were featured within the game. The last game in this block is The Next Tetris Plus DLX, and that was released in 1999 by Blue Planet Software once again, but this time for the PlayStation and Windows PC. The soundtrack for this game was produced by Kevin Manthai, at least for the initial release, and then the DLX version came out in Japan only, and it combined the Japanese and Western versions of the game and added additional music. Credits online include Syzygy Records and Greg Sweeney going under the name 1205 Recording. From what I can find on the internet at least, Greg's name only appears in the credits of the DLX version, so it's very likely that he was the one that produced those additional tracks. So for this block, we're going to hear Martist from Tetrisphere, then Thread6 and Yaeli from The New Tetris, and then after that, from The Next Tetris Plus DLX, we're going to hear Troika, which is kind of a bizarre song that just has people saying Tetris over and over in it, but it's actually really bouncy and kind of fun to listen to, so I think you'll like it. And then we're going to follow that with a song that I was kind of unable to find a name for, so for the purpose of this episode, we're just going to refer to it as New BGM 2. Enjoy. Thank <laughs> you. 
the term Tetris Effect, outside of the game that was released in 2018, has been tied to the notion that humans, when devoting a large amount of time and attention to a single game or challenge, will pattern their thoughts and dreams around that subject matter. We love Tetris, and one can assume that we always will because it weaves itself into our brains. If there's anything that these games and soundtracks have in common, is that they change over time and are musically fluid soundscapes that affect the player in some form or another and induce and activate that biochemical response in each of our brains that satisfies that addictive sense of creation and destruction. So for this last block of songs, the first track we're going to hear is simply titled Track 5, and it comes from Tetris Kawamamichi, which was developed for Sega's Naomi Arcade Machines in 2004, and later released as a budget title in Japan for the PlayStation 2. Then we're going to hear three tracks developed for Tetris, The Grand Master 3, Terror Instinct, developed by Arika, and published by Taito for the arcade. There are five games in the series, and they are known for being crazy difficult, and challenging advanced players to truly become grandmasters of Tetris. To accompany this wild style of gameplay, the legendary master of VGM Shinji Hoso and equally talented compatriot and regular co-composer of his, Ayako Sasso, were both tapped to develop the catchy and rhythmic tracks for each of these games. We're going to listen to level 1, then level 2, and finally Sakura Variation number 3. Then last we're going to hear two songs from the 2018 release of Tetris Effect. This game's trippy visuals that accompany the game's soundtrack really tap into that zen, flow-like state that Tetris players have claimed to reach in long sessions with the game. The music in this game is brilliant though. It covers a lot of genres and it slowly builds inside of each individual track to having these rewarding moments that matches the game's intensity. First we're going to hear the song titled Events Mode Ritual Groove and follow it with Morning Star from the Space Sprint. Both of these songs were composed by Noboru Muta going under the name Hydelic. So let's jump in, groove out, and I'll be back after that.
And that's the show. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed this episode of Bar Silence about the music and a handful of releases from the Tetris games over the last 36 years. If you want to interact with the show and tell me what you think about my selections, you can follow me on Twitter at BarSilenceVGM. That's where I'll be posting show updates and various information about the games that are featured in every episode. I hope you guys have been enjoying the show these past few months, and if you have, please share it with your friends, maybe family or coworkers, basically anybody you know really, and then be sure to leave a rating or review on Apple Music. I'd love to hear what you think. I also wanted to say that I've seen a couple of star ratings recently, so thank you to whoever's done so, you're helping this show reach new people every day. And in a strange turn, I also recently learned that the show has reached a mega weird number, becoming one of the top 200 podcasts in the UK for gaming and leisure. So that rules, and thanks to all my mates overseas. Don't forget, you can go to barsalence.com to listen to past shows if you've missed any. And of course, if you're feeling giving, you can always support Bar Silence on Patreon. To play us out, I've got one more final track for you. We're going to listen to Game Theme from Tetris 99 on the Nintendo Switch. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys all next time.